Hello, hello, hello. We are back in the studio again today. I'm here with my sister again. Uh, Give a shout out to Martha. Say hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to follow up with each other again this week on the heels of last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go and listen to last Monday's podcast on thoughts. We felt like thoughts in this week's subject is words. Words, yep. So the two go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to do a follow-up to the thought podcast with words. And there's so many different directions Mm -hmm. that we could go in talking about words. It's kind of hard to really narrow it down you know but uh words have power do you remember you you might have been too young for to be around for this old saying of (laughs) sticks and stones may break Mm -hmm. my bones but words will never hurt me yeah it was a lie wasn't it it was a lie (laughs) definitely a lie yeah yeah, and we grew can, up with that. If you let them get ingrained in your mind long enough, that can actually kill you uh-huh. if you dwell on that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they can kill different things within you mm-hmm. um, that don't take you out that can kind of make you wish you had. Right. Mm-hmm. So words are extremely powerful, and from the Christian aspect of words, you know, Scripture does tell us that um, were the power of the tongue? Mm-hmm. Words um, have power of life and death. death right. And um, God even says, you know, they have power of life and death. And He tells us, choose life. Right. You know, speak life. It's funny because thinking about words, um, I was led to, you know, with last week's podcast on thoughts. Thoughts and perceptions and beliefs can uh, is what helps us form our words and what we think. And knowing ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings well enough, if we're if we're pretty attuned to ourselves and have a vast supply of words to choose from and know how to explain ourselves, words can do so many things mm-hmm. uh, as we said our thoughts last week can build us or take us down and it's the same thing of course Definitely. with words yeah. words have power and the tone that they're spoken mm-hmm. in which is a heart thing can have power you know a lot of times uh, Rich's voice is so deep and mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. however there are times where that deep voice can relay messages to me that aren't there he can say something to me in his really kind of natural voice in a sense and I'll say well what's going on with mm-hmm. where did that come from where, yeah and he's like what and And I'll comment just as much sometimes on your tone. Mm -hmm. Your tone uh, was almost as sharp as your words. And he's like, what tone? He doesn't even realize or doesn't intend a lot of times for 
the words that he speaks to carry a tone, but because of the tone quality of his voice, mm-hmm. it can it can change the whole meaning of words. And I think we have to. I believe certain tones may be unintentional, mm-hmm. and some tones are very intentional, intentional. and they can be sharp, mm-hmm. and they can cut if we're aware. Well, and that again comes back from where's your heart when you're saying that? Yes. Are you intending to hurt my feelings, or are you saying this because you're frustrated with yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can lead to a whole other area. Mm-hmm. You know, we get frustrated with ourselves, and um, we want to say something, but we can't express it. Uh-huh. I'm that type of person a lot of times. You know, uh, what's coming from my heart may not be coming from out of my mouth, uh-huh. which sounds kind of strange, uh-huh. because the thoughts and intents of our heart—that's mm-hmm. what we speak out of. Yeah, and Scripture says, "Guard your heart Guard with all your diligence." Heart. Yes, it does. For out of it flows the issues of right. life. So we do have to be careful. As we were talking last week, I think about thoughts. We have to be careful what goes in, mm-hmm. because a lot of times people will say, use the expression "garbage in, garbage out." But really guarding your heart um, and watching what goes in can help you with what comes out. And talking about the tone, too, you know, I love to do these little exercises where you use the same sentence with different tones. Like, um, I don't know, for instance, um, what's going on with you today? What's going on with you today? You know, yeah. The inflection gives the intonation two totally different right meanings, and much less add those facial expressions in there that you got to see, but mm-hmm. the listening audience, of course, wouldn't see. So, again, today is just to help everyone be mindful of the words, and we get caught up too in using the same words sometimes and there are so many words that can express our feelings our life our thoughts and we talk about feelings or i do in my line of work as a therapist you know most people can if you ask them to name feelings or name emotions there's about five that people name you know, and there's something like 88 different feelings, but we we are all good at naming, you know, the basic happy, mm-hmm. anger, joy. Yeah. There's like five that people consistently mention, but I'm told that there's something like 88 to choose from. That's kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because we just think of our tone as being up or down or happy or sad. You Mm -hmm. know, we don't think about the fact that there can be 88 different ways out there. A lot of people uh, will think about being angry Mm -hmm. when, in fact, if I have a, a client of mine gave me a pillow for Christmas last year, a throw pillow, and on it there's a feelings wheel. It's really remarkable. I'll have to maybe take a picture of the feelings wheel and add it to the Facebook advertisement for the podcast. It 
has all these different feelings on it and you can start off with telling someone that for instance you may be really angry but when you follow that wheel and all the different things that can uh, be listed under anger so often it leads to a deeper emotion which is hurt well and where i do grief counseling Mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit I've got a wheel Uh that shows so many different emotions that you can express and actually feel, Mm -hmm. as as we keep using that word, uh, when you're going through this grief process. And a lot of people cannot comprehend why am I going in this direction or why am I going in that, when it's all a natural situation. Yes, yes. But you have to lead them down the path to let them know that no you're not crazy no you Mm -hmm. know but you've got to express your feelings Mm -hmm. uh, especially in a grief situation Mm -hmm. you need to express that if you hold them in at some point in time you're going to explode well and so often we're limited as we're talking here Mm -hmm. to express them because we are limited on the amount of words that can express more of ourselves than Mm -hmm. what we are typically using yeah. in our everyday language. That's, there used yeah. to be a Webster's Dictionary uh, word of the day, mm-hmm. and I used to get this. I say there used to be; it probably still yeah. is. You're just not getting. I'm them. not getting it, and I often think about getting that again. I think it's an email that you get every day with a new word, mm, like a scripture for the day, right? Yeah, and this would be a word for the day. Of course, you can look at it, and if I don't really try to put it to memory and go through the different steps I need to go through to put something to memory, to really learn it. I don't know if it's doing you much good to get that email, and that's why I stopped getting it. Um, But I, I encourage people to do what you can to increase your vocabulary mm-hmm. so that you have more words to choose from and the more you have the more expressive that you can be as a result and that was one of the things i was just thinking as you were talking about our words and our expressions you can say something meaning something else but yet your expression reveals a whole different path yes that you didn't necessarily want to take yes it's uh, our expressions are vital mm-hmm. in so many instances. I mean, we can sit and talk just on a one-on-one basis, and you know, we don't have a whole lot of expressions unless we're talking about something we're really compassionate about. Mm-hmm. But you know, get in that compassionate area, then our whole looks begin to change. Our facial features and talk about words expressing body language. Mm-hmm expresses you can be in situations where you don't have to speak a word at all but the way you roll your eyes or Mm -hmm. the way you look through your eyes or sit with your arms crossed Mm -hmm. or you know your mouth is drawn down Mm -hmm. versus uh just sitting normal or trying to smile somewhat Mm -hmm. your eyes are the windows of the soul i look over my glasses and I'm surprised about that because your father used to give us stern looks I know. looking over his glasses. We hated that we look. We did. But it doesn't happen terribly often. <laughs> that you look over yours. Yeah. 
look look over my glasses. Yeah, <laughs> they they're up too high on my face anyhow. Well, with readers, mm-hmm. I, I'm on readers quite a bit, and I can put them down my nose mm-hmm. and look over them so that I can see through them when I'm trying to read something. But Dad used to cut us mm-hmm. uh, to the core by you know looking over those glasses that he wore we, when we got that look we knew to it would stop us in it, our tracks it would definitely we knew how to read him mm-hmm. in those kind of situations of course i never got that look very much <laughs> no <laughs> me either <laughs> right yeah well we all got it enough to know what it was exactly right? um but yeah, so body language is language. It's just not words, and we we try to tell people a lot. You know, in this day and age, people want to just constantly text, and sometimes they're trying to text very serious conversations that need to be spoken over the phone or face to face, so that those voice inflections can be heard mm-hmm. and more meaning behind it. Text, texted words can just be words. Right. They're flat. They're information. Yeah. Yes. And Unless you put a lot of smiley faces or, you know, <laughs> yes. all those kind of emojis. Yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. But <laughs> I don't think anything will take the place of voice no right i agree face to face especially but at least uh voice nowadays there's so many other things i have um nieces and a girlfriend or two that we use marco polo Mm -hmm. which is a one-sided video conversation that you can have but it's a video so that people can see you. I know when Mindy lived in Hawaii, mm-hmm. I was so thrilled to have Marco Polo because we didn't get to see her much, and we really didn't do FaceTime much because of the time difference. Mm-hmm. You know, six hours behind, if I was available at 8 a.m. to have a conversation with her, you know, it was... 2 a.m. for mm-hmm. her. Right. So the Marco Polo helped us have that one-sided conversation to where she could see me and hear me. And you can also put it in the queue, and she can go and listen to it whenever it's whenever. convenient yeah. and then respond. And there were times that just – and you can go back and view those videos anytime you want. So – there were a lot of times that it was just so neat to have that form of expression with her being so far away. Mm-hmm. With that said, we're going to take a brief break. I don't mean to be interruptive, but um, let's take a quick pause and we'll come right back. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. 
First-time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax-deductible. Join us as we change the world. Welcome back in the studio with us this morning. I'm here with Sam, our producer, and my sister Martha. And the conversation has been a follow-up to last week's podcast on thoughts. Today has been about words. We were talking during the break about the power of words and thoughts and what we express. And uh, I had brought up... uh, Martha brought up something, and I added to that with an experiment on uh, a guy had done, or it's been documented somewhere, where they have experimented with words and tones on plants. And this person had the same plant, same size pot and everything, and one plant was in one room and another plant was in another room far enough away to where one experiment didn't affect the other and the person spoke beautiful things to the one plant they were both the same size and and everything and loving words loving tones soft tones were spoken to one plant and every day i think the study was for a month and the plant in the other room was uh, talked down to, you know, um, cursed maybe literally, but at least cursed as far as uh, the negative type of things that was said to this plant. The tone of voice was mean. And the end result, if I'm not mistaken, the one plant that was talked down to died in 30 days and the plant that was spoken to in a positive way had doubled in size so there is true proof you know that speaking does carry life and death you know so and one of the things i pardon me for interrupting one of the things that uh, i was just thinking about is like within your household Uh you have two kids Mm -hmm. and one kid gets talked to like they're the best thing that since sliced cheese Mm -hmm. the other kid gets talked down to all the time well that's absolutely going to have a Mm -hmm. bearing on how they grow up how they perceive themselves Mm -hmm. you know uh, and again it goes back to there's power of life Mm -hmm. and death in the tongue yeah so we have to guard our heart yeah with all diligence but we have to make sure that when we're talking especially to kids Uh you know we're lifting them up uh, of course, if we have to rep them, reprimand them, uh-huh. absolutely do so. But there's different ways you can even do that that sure. won't tear, tear them or destroy them. That's right. Reprimanding someone to build them mm-hmm. and not tear them down is crucial right. to a child's development or an adult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that goes uh, along to, sis, we set the mood in our home. Um, parents, children can, mm-hmm. unless the parents um, are smarter mm-hmm. <laughs> than the kids to, to basically take a stand or set an example for the tone of the house. But, you know, when people come in from work, I often ask in session how couples reconnect after being 
apart mm-hmm. all day, and some people don't reconnect, which speaks volumes, and you can imagine how the tone for their home is. And there are those that intentionally connect with their loved ones after a long day away by, you know, uh, doing a hug or a kiss and eye contact and, Mm -hmm. hey, how was your day, Mm -hmm. you know? That sets the tone for positive connection throughout the evening. Well, I've even seen situations. I had a friend a long time ago that um, his family never said anything really positive to him. Mm. And I come from a family, as you do, that we were being lifted up and Mm -hmm. said, you can do anything that you set your mind to. Mm -hmm. Well, this person was uh, told, you're never going to amount to anything. Well, I did basically what I wanted to and and achieved some things. Mm -hmm. This other person had to get away from Mm -hmm. being told all the time that he would never amount to anything to become something Mm -hmm. of significance. And had to work harder for it, I'm sure, to overcome these things. You know, we have narratives in our mind which come from either a a high self-esteem or a low self-esteem. And if you grow up in that kind of environment, you you believe Mm -hmm. what you hear, and that's ingrained in those neural pathways in your brain. So overcoming that takes extreme discipline and intention Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know. Sometimes therapy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the slightest setback can cause someone to literally feel like they have to start all over mm-hmm. again and they give up. Can undo everything that's mm-hmm. been done up to yeah. that point. Yeah, another article that I uh, had found uh, is about an experiment that was done with words and water and how it changed, uh, uh, words can change the mon- molecular mm-hmm. structure of water and it says your cells on positive words, words carry a vibration that affects matter at the molecular level. And uh, Dr. Emoto, known for his research on the effect of consciousness on the molecular structure of water, demonstrated how words shape water molecules. His experiment showed how uplifting words and intentions, such as thank you, love, compassion, Truth, peace, love, gratitude, humility resulted in the water molecules shaping themselves as beautiful crystals, as beautiful crystal structures, while unkind words created distorted, non-symmetrical crystal structures. And he says, between 50 to 60% of our bodies are made up of water. If words and intentions can affect the molecular structure of water to this degree, think of how much power they have to contribute to our own well-being, which is what you were just talking about. The coherent structure of such molecules may be a much more efficient way for nature to optimize the flow of nutrients through our system and to focus on maintenance and healing 
than asymmetrical structure resulting from negative vibrations. So let's keep using the power of our words for good. Word by word, we can heal ourselves and others in uplifting their strength. There is strength. Isn't that powerful? That is powerful. But there's another arena that we haven't even really touched base on mm-hmm. as far as what, um, how powerful the words coming from that arena. And that's that uh, everybody has a cell phone these days. Mm-hmm. And everybody texts instead mm-hmm. of actually talking. Mm-hmm. And your text messages can come across entirely different right. than what your words would have if you would have spoken to that person directly. Right. And that can cause pain or that can, you know, if yes. you're saying it correctly, it'll lift them up. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if it's coming across to them negatively, mm-hmm. it'll tear them down. Yeah, that's what we were saying too earlier is that texting or and or emailing mm-hmm. are just good for information to right. pass along information but they can't pass along feelings and inflections mm-hmm. so and if you do like you had said using emojis and things of that nature you have to be more descriptive in your words but nothing takes the place of that face to face I love how you know God emphasized words and your tongue and even like we had said last week, your thoughts, Philippians 4, 8, you know, think on things that are lovely and true and of a good report. So um, it's just so important. And a lot of people can be very methodical about their words, which I admire those folks that can sit and they'll actually pause for a minute and think about their words before they speak them. I've always just kind of been one of these people who uh, I've learned to think a little more before speaking as I've aged, but I'm still, I haven't arrived. I can just be so quick to respond in many cases, and that's not always good. Right. Yeah, it's a little self-confession there. It's good for the soul. <laughs> well, you know, we were talking about this cell phone type of situation. Um, they did a, a short article on the Today Show about how kids are being torn down by what other kids are sending to them or different ways social media the social media is affecting them Uh and it's very destructive right now Uh it's not lifting people up Mm -hmm. and you know if it starts off at a young age Mm -hmm. then how much damage is it being done as they grow right yeah and so many kids i saw just a minute of that so many kids are in the generation coming up right now. They're on their phone from the time they wake right. up until they go to bed. Right. And even in bed, some mm-hmm. parents were wise enough to take the phones right. at bedtime, lock them in a safe, and tell them to get a good night's sleep. And um, I just really honor the parents who can do that because so often – there is so much with the cell phones and parents allowing it because it keeps the kids from bothering them. 
it's a babysitter. It's turned into yeah. a babysitter of sorts. Well, and some parents say, well, I'm giving you this phone because I want to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case either. Right. Because you don't know for sure what's going on in the in phone. The phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because so many things are available mm-hmm. electronically. And keeping them safe while they're at school or having uh, an arm to reach mom and dad, that too much of anything can be bad and that thinking you know you should have its boundaries you know right kids aren't learning these days good eye contact and how to have conversation verbally you take Mm -hmm. the phone away and their ability to communicate has been taken away as well which is so sad it is and for them they're the ones that are going to you know, be in charge of the world we live in in the next few decades. Yeah, so teachers have told me a lot that, you know, coming back from COVID has been some of the hardest uh, times in school to connect with and reach the kids that they've ever witnessed in some, some have said in 30 years of teaching. Wow. So... As we come to an end today, I just want to encourage everyone to think about words, communication with words, with body language, facial expressions, and it would be good to see everyone set your phones down mm-hmm. more often. And I'm guilty. I'm yeah. on my phone a lot. But to to be mindful of the fact that we need to set the phones down and mm-hmm. really connect with each other face-to-face and be present uh, with our loved ones and our friends in, in this life to show support and love. It could go a long, long oh, way definitely. versus disconnecting and yeah. numbing out. Yeah. So hope everyone enjoyed the conversation that we had today on uh, words and thoughts. And if you have some things to add to it, add to the Facebook post um, that I've got on my Facebook and the Expression Church of Huntington page. Add your thoughts to this uh, advertisement. We'll gladly take them in and, and respond. So everyone be blessed and be intentional about using some positive words and voice inflections this week. See you later. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.